Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Connor Riley, who hasn't opted out for Florida State at this point? It's starting to look like they're not even going to have a team to show up. Of course, I'm over-exaggerating. No, but you're exactly right, Carl. 14 players, including six studs, not playing. Well, this doesn't look very good for Florida State. Connor Riley, welcome in. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, I'm not surprised that guys like Ken Coleman and Jared Burst have elected to not play in this game. Those guys, I think, are obvious first-round picks. And you think back to when Georgia was first in this situation back in 2018, they did have a fair number of guys opt out there. So, like, I'm not surprised a few of them have. I think when you add in the fact that the transfer portal is now so prominent, I think that has sort of combined to, to create a real, I think, disaster situation for Florida State. Georgia is obviously not going to be at 100% for this game, but because they've been in the situation before, I think they're a little bit better equipped to handle it, as I think you've seen so far. Yeah, look, uh, you know me, man, Diana Wool, Garnet and Gold, it's just, it's tough. You know, you get the rug pulled out from me. We talked about this earlier. You know, it's human nature for some of the folks. Look, I get it. You want to make a statement, especially for guys, you know, that are going to be continuing to play next year and all the underclassmen. Same goes for UGA. We'll have a chance to get out there and shine. But, Connor, you don't replace the guys Florida State is not going to have out there. You just don't. They're just, they're too important. They're too big. And FSU is probably going to get beat by three touchdowns in this game. No, yeah, you're 100% right there, Mike. Like, I know the college football playoff committee, Kirk Herbstreet, said, you know, this wasn't the same Florida State team that didn't have Jordan Travis. Mm-hmm. I think you can overcome, you know, not potentially having Jordan Travis out there. But right. when you lose a guy like Keon Coleman, who had 11 touchdowns this year, Jared Verse, who was first team all ACC, your leading rusher, Trey Benson, Jaheim Bell, uh, when you lose all that talent, it just becomes really, really difficult to, to try and maintain against a, a Georgia team that maybe the second or third best team in the country has won 29 straight games before losing to Alabama there. And I think a team in Georgia that is going to be motivated and want to come out and show that you know, going into next year, this is still one of the premier programs out there. And Florida State, again, you know, it's a great season that they've had, but this is, a, I think, a pretty big point in transition for them. It was always going to be that way. Unfortunately, you thought this would have happened potentially in a college football playoff semifinal after winning the ACC, and that just didn't turn out to be the case. Right. And just to wrap it up, you know, Tate Rodemaker, I understand why he's leaving, you know, Connor, because, you know, he's been asked, hey, we need you to really step up and, and dial in. And meanwhile, they're talking to DJ Uyunglele and Cam Ward and every other quarterback who's possibly in the portal. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I understand his mindset for saying, hey, sorry, in the 11th hour, I'm out of here. Right, yeah. I mean, you do as much as you can, and, you know, you think maybe I have a chance to be a starter here next year. Maybe this can be a springboard. In the old days of college football, that may have been the case, right. but with the ability to go out and get an experienced guy in a Cam Ward, potentially a DJ Uyunglele, you know, at a certain point, like, I, I understand why fans want, you know, the team, people to put the team first and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, Tate Rodemaker has to put himself first here, first year, because I don't think Florida State has necessarily done that going into 2024. And Tate, you know, you only have a limited amount of time to actually play college football. And I think you have, you owe it to yourself to get the most out of that. 
Connor, talk to me about this running back room. Um, I'm looking at a lot of guys, including the kids they signed, right? They signed three running backs. Tell me Kendall Milton and Dewan Edwards are gone. Are they going pro? And if not, then what's this going to look like even with ETN coming in? Yeah, the expectation is that Kendall Milton and Dejan Edwards will go pro after the Orange Bowl. And if you're Georgia, you know, before bringing in ETN, you know, Branson Robinson is coming off a patella tendon injury. You're not really sure what you're going to get out of him. Uh, Andrew Paul, you don't really know what you have in him as he was a full year removed from his ACL injury this year. And then Roger Robinson only plays in four games with an ankle injury. And while you can like those three incoming running backs, you don't really have a proven guy in that running back room. And with Carson Beck coming back, I think Georgia owed it to go out and surround him with as much weaponry as possible. And so going and landing the top portal running back in Trevor Etienne, a guy who offers some explosive ability along with the fact that, you know, sharing the backfield this year with Florida, I think he's got potential to do even more at Georgia next year. And the fact that he's going to be playing behind the best offensive line he's had, I think there's some upside there for Trevor Etienne to do even more. I don't expect him to be, you know, the guy that gets, you know, 75, 80% of the carries. That's just not how Georgia works. It's still going to be, I think, a split backfield to an extent. But when you have a guy that has shown the explosive rushing ability that Trevor Etienne has, you feel a lot better about what this running back room has going into next year. Does this spell doom for Billy Napier, by the way, or does he have to get in the uh, in the portal himself and just start pulling some names? I, I think doom has already been spelled out for Billy Napier. It might be in pencil, uh, and it might be getting traced over in pen here quickly, especially you look at the schedule they have next year. I think after their bye week, uh, they close with, like, Georgia, Ole Miss, LSU, Florida State, and I believe Texas, not necessarily in that order, but they play five top 15 teams from this year to end the season, and – you haven't seen a whole lot from Florida to inspire confidence that you're going to be able to win enough games and show improvement there. I think Billy might be in trouble next year and losing your bet. One of your better players in Trevor Etienne to Georgia, I don't think puts you in a good spot heading into 2024. It is again, kind of Riley with us guys from dog nation as we're getting ready for the orange bowl coming up this weekend real quick. Uh, Daniel Harris, small deal, big deal. I mean, it just seems like I, I know that George is built now to take some of these blows, but still it seems like there was a lot of promise with that dude. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's certainly a deal. You know, he's not exactly gone yet. I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia tried to get him to come back, even though he had put out that he had entered the portal. There were reports out there last night that he was in practice. He was practicing in Athens. Okay. And so I think it is certainly something to monitor there. But when you lose both Daniel Harris and AJ Harris, two guys that you just signed in the 2023 recruiting class, like that was not how it was supposed to go. And, you know, it's just part of maybe what recruiting at that cornerback position is nowadays, but I know the Georgia staff liked Daniel Harris a lot. Long guy, really athletic. And, you know, following his recruitment, he was a guy who decommitted from Georgia. You know, it, it was the back and forth was, were they going to get him? Were they not? They ultimately do. And I still think his coaching staff really likes what they have in him. And, and so, you know, we'll see what he ultimately decides to do here. I do think that going into this uh, Orange Bowl, cornerback is one of the positions to watch because Georgia might be real thin at that spot, especially depending on what Kamari Lasseter elects to do. So I think this Orange Bowl might be pretty telling about maybe what the future holds for Daniel Harris, a guy I know this Georgia staff really liked. What are we doing game plan-wise uh, in this game? Like, what, 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 what should we expect, you know, uh, as far as – going up against this Florida State team. Yeah, they've lost a lot of guys, but listen, Kirby's not going to use that. You know, they're going to go out and try to win this game how they usually play. And somebody asked me, so is this going to be a dumbed-down game plan? I said, I don't think so. No, I think that they're going to use this as, a, I think, a chance to build off of next season and show what they can continue to do. You know, we'll see what the availability is for Brock Bowers and Lad McConkey in this game, given that they're both dealing with injury. But, you know, you bring back Dylan Bell, you bring back Dominic Lovett, you bring back a couple guys on this offensive line. I think from an offensive standpoint, you're going to get a chance to show and highlight a lot of the playmakers who are going to be big name guys for you next year. And so, you know, maybe they might have a drive or two for Brock or Lad to sort of send them off properly. But I think we've seen before with this Georgia team, they know that they can use these bowl games at the end of the year to sort of reset and focus and look ahead into the offseason and use this last game to sort of make a statement and have that carry them into the offseason in terms of what team they want to be next year. Florida State, by the way, a 16-and-a-half-point dog, Carl, to the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm. I mean, we want to jump on this now or you want to wait for it to go? Mm. <laughs> by the way, Connor, as a, as a Knowles fan, the last time Florida State played uh, UGA was in 03 under Richt, and Anquan Bolden was under center because of quarterback injuries. <laughs> it's, it's a, the stars never align when these programs meet, I guess, is, is, the, is the thought there. Yeah, you would think, I mean, you know, Florida State, you know, there are a lot of South Georgia people that, you know, go to Florida State from that, you know, Thomasville area mm-hmm. there. And I think Georgia and Florida State are set to play in like 2027. Hopefully by that point, although, you know, who knows, maybe Florida State will be an SEC member by that point in time before you're able to get out of the <laughs> ACC. Right. And by the way, uh, you, bring up, you bring up a great point because the, uh, the lawsuit against the ACC goes down. Clemson, by the way, silent partner in all this, but everyone thinks they'll just they'll bail as soon as FSU sets the precedent. But uh, do you think there is a landing spot open in the SEC, or does it have to be the Big Ten? You know, I, I'm really interested in what the SEC is able to do 
specifically with, you know, the decision of do they go to a nine-game conference schedule. Mm. I don't think ESPN's all that interested in redoing a TV deal there, Mm. and I think that controls so much of it. But maybe if you go out and add a Florida State, Clemson, I know North Carolina and Virginia have been the other schools that maybe mentioned getting folded into there. I mean, at that point, you'd have a 20-team league, which seems absurd. But uh, I think the SEC, you know, geographically obviously makes a lot more sense. But I'll be interested in seeing what the appetite is for the SEC for further expansion. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. All right. uh, Anything to add before we get to this game coming up that you think Uh, that that, that uh, fans need to know? No, yeah, the team is set to arrive here in Miami in about an hour and a half or so. And you know, I, I think this is this is a Georgia team. You know, obviously season didn't end the way that they wanted it to. But I think this team's going to go out there and try and have fun and, and put forth a, a strong performance in this bowl game. Uh, you know, Florida State obviously making that maybe a little bit easier. But I think there is, this is a proud team that wants to go out. And, you know, they only get to play 13, 14 games a year. And so because of that, I, I think they're looking forward to this opportunity. And just real quick, because we're not going to get a chance to talk to you until after it goes down, but uh, it was funny when they had that selection show and Michigan player reaction, when they find it's Alabama is four, it's like, it's like, some sphincters got tight, and it was like, okay. So what do you think, man? Bama going to take care of business? Uh, you know, as a gambling man, I do like the idea of putting a little money on Alabama as a money line underdog there. I think they're a two-and-a-half-point dog right now in some books. So I think that'll be something to watch. I actually think that Texas is maybe the team that if I'm picking right now, I, I think has the best chance to win it all this year. I know obviously they beat Alabama earlier. It's hard to beat the same team twice in the same season, but I, I like what they have in the way that they match up with Alabama. I do too. Thank you so much, Connor. <laughs> we appreciate you, brother, and right uh, be safe down there and uh, have a good time. Yep, happy holidays and happy new year, guys. Cool. Connor Riley, Dog Nation. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.